0: everyone. My name is Allie Braun and I'm the Director of Special Projects at International Commission. I am the host of all of our E&E trainings through International Commission and tonight we have a special guest, Gary Godkin, who will be presenting the kickoff of the Operation Andrew series. For those of you who may be new to International Commission or aren't as familiar, our mission is equipping and enabling believers all over the world to conduct church-based evangelism projects so that we can reach on believers and make disciples. And the reason I say that is because equipping and enabling is what the E stands for in our E trainings. We truly want to equip and enable people. To share the gospel and make disciples no matter where you are and especially now we are living in such a pivotal time in our nation where it's really essential that we grow a heart for prayer and the lost and discipleship and even anticipate revival that is what we are here for that's what we're called to do as followers of christ so even with that being said, we are pro-Great Commission. Um, we believe that the Great Commission is for every believer everywhere. It's not the great suggestion from Jesus. It is the Great Commission. And as it says in scripture here, it was Jesus's last word says, he said, all authority on heaven and on earth has been given to you. So go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I commanded. And of course, Jesus is with us always to the very end of the age. So we don't have to be scared about sharing our faith and sharing the good news because God is with us. So you all are here tonight for the E&E training. This is the kickoff of our Operation Andrew series. Operation Andrew is really a tried and true method of praying, reaching and discipling people all over the world, regardless of language, um, regardless of culture. Operation Andrew, we have found at IC has worked everywhere really. And it's so effective that we don't want to keep this simple strategy a secret. We wanna share it with you, which is why we are really allowing you guys to learn this, um, this resource, this Operation Andrew, seven steps throughout Um, really this semester, as I'll call it, because we have our trainings every other Thursday night. So tonight is the kickoff, week one, and then in two more weeks, we'll have step two. So tonight, um, you will learn step one of Operation Andrew, which is names. But I do just want to say in the beginning here that just because this has worked for us, just because Operation Andrew has worked for us and has worked for millions of people all over the world, at the end of the day, we want you to be sensitive and obedient to how the Spirit of God leads you in your own personal life of prayer and evangelism and discipleship, because we're truly not here to say, you know, these seven steps work with a 100% money back guarantee if you follow exactly. I think it's um, it's something easy and something that we desire in in our Christian walk is we want seven steps to knowing the will of God or three steps to this and that, but God is dynamic and he has a personal relationship with each of us. So even though we are going to be sharing these seven steps with you, they worked for us. They worked all over the world. Please just be sensitive and obedient to how the spirit of God will lead you in all of these ways. And so I'm looking forward to even hearing later on about how God leads you. So tonight we will be reviewing the first step in Operation Andrew, which is names. And then every next week we will review the previous week, but then add on um, the next step, focusing on whatever that step is. So you can see the steps right here, one through seven, but I'm not gonna give you any details to what the following steps are. You'll have to keep coming back um, for those and see how they build upon one another because it gets really exciting. And also, we will be doing a giveaway at the end of every training. So that means tonight for all of you on here, if you stay all the way through the hour, you will be entered into a drawing. We're going to do a giveaway for some exclusive IC prizes. So don't log off early if you can help it because we're going to be announcing the winner at the very end. So as we begin this series, I just want to share with you all what to expect with each of the trainings. So we're really going to be following a kind of four-point outline. So first, we will share with you the objectives for this uh, this step. what to expect from tonight, what to expect during your time, during the hour. Um, Next, we'll go into a short time of celebration where we will celebrate something together and then everyone will participate in a poll that I will launch. So super easy, you don't have to turn your microphone on or anything for that. You'll just see it up on your screen and then you'll um, choose a multiple choice answer for that. Next, we will actually um, go into our time of training with our guest presenter, and every week we have a different presenter, and it's someone who is on staff with us at International Commission who has personal experience in this particular step. So they're really qualified to teach this to you guys, so I'm very excited for you to hear from Gary tonight, but then other trainers throughout the following weeks. And finally, before we end our trainings, we will leave you with a challenge. So that will be something for you to implement throughout the coming days and weeks, something that you learned from that training. So um, we don't just want you to sit back with your cameras off and your microphones off the whole time because there will be participation in these trainings. Even tonight, we'll ask you at some point to turn your microphone off, give some answers, put things in the chat. And we are also going to have um, a time of breakout rooms where We'll go from this massive group of everyone on here right now to smaller, more intimate groups where you will put into practice what you learned. So look forward to that, those breakout rooms coming on later this evening. So as promised, we'll just start with the objectives. That's what we're here for. We're here to learn about what is step one, what to expect from the first night of this e training of Operation Andrew. So tonight you will be learning the history of Operation Andrew, which was developed through the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. You'll also be reminded of the Bible character, Andrew. Who was he? What did he do? What was his relationship with Jesus? Why are we structuring this this resource around this one Bible character? How much do we know about him? You'll learn tonight. We'll also share the statistics and some effectiveness of Operation Andrew within International Commission. We've been an organization for nearly 50 years, and this is really the the prime or the the main resource that we use in all of our evangelism projects, whether it's globally, locally, or nationally. So it has worked for us for so long, it's worked for so many people. So we're just gonna share with you some of those um, effectiveness statistics. And then finally to close, when you go out in your breakout rooms, you all will be creating your very own personal Operation Andrew prayer card. So if you don't already have um, a piece of paper and a pen or pencil markers, just something to uh, write down notes, but also you're gonna be creating a prayer card. So if you don't have a pen and paper right now, go ahead and go grab it. You still have a few more minutes um, because that's really the most exciting part of this training is making your card. So now I am so delighted to introduce you to tonight's presenter. His name is Gary Godkin. He is our um, vice president of the area strategy team over Africa. So all of the um, evangelism projects that we coordinate all over the country of Africa, Gary is the one who Um, kind of coordinates and communicates with our leaders in Africa, the churches, make sure that they get set up with Operation Andrew, with logistics, with knowing who IC is, how they can implement um, these evangelism tools in their church. So thank you, Gary, that is a lot of work, Um, but I'm so thankful that you you are our vice president over Africa. So a little bit about Gary Godkin. He's a super Texan guys so he was born and raised in the houston area he attended texas tech university where he met his wife Jana. they've been married for 29 years and they have three sons a daughter-in-law and one grandson gary also graduated from southwestern baptist theological seminary and he has pastored um, three different churches over the course of 10 years And Gary joined our staff at IC in 2011, so he's been with us for 10 years now, and since then he has taken teams all over the world to over 20 countries, and Gary has personally been a part of and seen operation at work in churches worldwide. So again, he is really the man to share with us um, about Operation Andrew and what it looks like in the churches. And Gary was actually the leader of my last project with International Commission. We went to Peru uh, at the end of 2019. Um, He's a great leader. He's great at encouraging people to share their faith and to learn different tools to share the gospel. Um, So, yes, Gary, thanks for leading us and for all the other teams that you've led all over the world. Um, after Gary served in mobilization for 10 years, that's when he transitioned into this VP role. And Gary just loves to encourage and equip people to share the love of Christ by going globally and living missionally. So welcome, Gary. So thankful yeah. to have you. And let's hear yeah. about Operation Yuku.
1: Well, wonderful. Uh, Allie, thank you for asking me to do this. And. Uh, welcome to uh, the first training event uh, I've ever been a part of uh, doing a Zoom meeting like this. So uh, this is uh, real special for me as well. Well, uh, as we begin, let's just uh, think about uh, several things. We're going to look at scripture. We're going to uh, spend time uh, talking about Uh, operation Andrew so I'd like you to understand and I know that all of you know this but all people all people are on God's heart that's what he is about is he wants a relationship with all people and so the operation Andrew is we get to cooperate with the Lord. Now, he doesn't need to use us, but when he does, oh man, it is so sweet. And, you know, if you've been with me on mission or uh, uh, you know about uh, the mission field, and it's a great time to see people pray and receive the Lord But it doesn't start there. It starts with Operation Andrew. So uh, I have several uh, scriptures that I want to go over this evening. And the first one is in Romans chapter 1. And this is what it says. I uh, I do not want you to be unaware, brothers and sisters, that I plan many times to come to you. But have been prevented from doing so until now, in order that I might have a harvest among you, just as I have among other Gentiles. I, I like this phrase. This is from the NIV, and that's the uh, scripture we'll look at uh, from that Bible mainly. But it's a, um, Paul is telling us uh, that. It, that we have, um, that he had been delayed and he wanted to have a harvest among them. That sounds like where we have been in 2020, doesn't it? And now even more in 2021. For Americans, going internationally has been quite difficult with all the COVID travel restrictions and what seems to be coming more and more, so, but God, <laughs> that's a phrase, but God, we use a lot at IC. But God, He is good, He is in control, and He's given us new opportunities like this tonight, this training. Well, I. Weeks ago, even before I was asked to do this training, I was spending some time in a Bible that I've had ever since I was seven years old when I accepted the Lord, and that's called the Good News Bible, and listen to this verse out of the Good News, and this is what it says, Romans 13. you must remember my brothers. That many times I had planned to visit you, but something has always kept me from doing so. I want to win converts among you also, as I have among other Gentiles. You see, winning converts, being involved in the harvest, that's what uh, thrills my heart to do just that. And we know the old adage, aim at nothing, and you will hit it every time. Or another way of saying that is prayer doesn't become dynamic until it becomes specific. So aim in prayer for the nations uh, all over the world. Aim uh, for your neighbors, Aim for the people who live right next door and start thinking of their names uh, for tonight. Most believers, at least the ABC uh, believers, that's authentic believers in Christ, we want to see God's glory, don't we? We want to see his glory being revealed and reveal itself uh, on earth. Well, the Bible also says in 1 Timothy, this is good and pleases God our Savior, who wants all men, all people to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. Now that's God's plan. And uh, just as we cooperate with him, we can also join him in what he is doing. Do you remember uh, I took the... A, this Bible study called Experiencing God many years ago. And in that Bible study, it tells us, uh, see where God is moving and then go and join him. So we see many action words, uh, be involved in the harvest, win souls. Um, he wants to see all men, all uh women, boys, and girls, be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. That's God's plan. And when we join him in what he is doing, then he is uh, thrilled um, that we are joining him. And action involves you and I. So it brings people that we know to a saving knowledge of who Jesus is. Now, these action phrases, whether the phrase is win converts, have a harvest, win the lost, or to be saved, uh, they are all actions. And in fact, that's what Jesus wants from us. He wants us, you and I, as authentic believers in Christ, to be actively seeking his will— So this is on a daily basis for you and I. We need to be right uh, spiritually, and then we can go after the world. Do you remember in Luke chapter 10, verse 2, it says, The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field you see this this term ask another action word it, it means that you are pleading with god for an answer what's that answer that people would be involved in his harvest field they would be his workers and this has been my ongoing prayer request from 10 11 <laughs> 20 years ago, really, my heart had been in evangelism so much and and, to, and this is that he would send his workers into his harvest field, the world, or where I live or where you live. You see all all of this, We need to be just looking around and and seeing where God is already moving and then join him. The fields are ripe unto harvest. That's what the scriptures say. And and then we have another phrase for this year. Here, there, and everywhere. Well, on Operation Andrew it's working in prayers of church members and uh, this is so uh so so glorious if when that we see that out on the mission field now in these pictures that are on the screen these are actual churches in South America Mm -hmm. and I took these pictures because they show that the church members had been praying for individuals. These are people they love. These are people they care about. Do you see that uh, uh, picture to the right? Those ladies are smiling. They're joyful because they, their church was prepared for Operation Andrew visits that we would go on. Oh, that is such a glorious picture to me because I I see their joy, and their joy, they're letting the church know about all the prayers that the church members had been doing, and those pictures um, bring me joy each time I see them. They're praying for friends, family, Co-workers and many that are in their concentric circles who are who who they're concerned about. Now, uh, uh, something I want to throw in here is a good thing to always keep in mind: talk to God about people before you talk to people about God. Now, I see had been working on that plan and doing just that. Now, in, in how uh, Allie had mentioned earlier, it came from the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. The late Billy Graham was, of course, that powerful, authentic, influential evangelist that held crusades uh, throughout his life for God's glory. Now, these next two... Uh, Uh, slides or uh, on the screen, these are quotes from inside his library in North Carolina. Look at this. The secret of Billy Graham's success is based on um, a spiritual foundation of seeking God's guidance in serving him in all things through the ministry of prayer. This is the first step in preparation for ministry, and it's the last step in follow-up. Our ministry is primed through prayer, for God grants his power through the prayers of his people. Oh, I like that. It will always be our priority and our primary source of power in making the work possible. This is his secret Now, we know Billy Graham had gone on to be with the Lord, um, but the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association is still holding to this. And Billy Graham, um, I don't think that his uh, crusades would have been as productive uh, without the power of prayer. And so, and notice that the first step in his ministry, it's preparation, and this was through prayer. And then after people uh, came to the crusade and heard the gospel, they gave their hearts to Jesus, and they, their follow-up uh, is also through prayer. <laughs> I love that quote. Another quote that is in there. I, I'm going to see, uh, and if someone would like to unmute their mic, what do you think? Uh, let's look at the screen. There are three elements to crusade preparation. What are they? What's number one? Someone? Prayer. Prayer. That's right. And number two? Right. Say it again. See God. See see God, that's right. But on the wall, he said, Pray. 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 And how about the third one? Yes, pray. pray. Uh, There you go. (laughs) It is pray again. These were the elements of all of his crusade preparation. It's praying, praying, praying. Well, since 1971. IC has adopted that plan developed by the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association and made it our own with his permission, which we call Operation Andrew. It's a plan to pray for people that do not, and that's key, that do not know Jesus. This is to actively look around For opportunities to share Jesus with them so that they become his followers. But before we talk to people, we need to talk to God about those people. You see, Operation Andrew is our foundation, this is our main witnessing tool, and we use it uh, and have ever since the beginning. Operation Andrew is that foundation. And on Ben Meath, or the founder of IC, it was on his heart. It was on his mind. And I believe the success of Operation Andrew is because God's people, that's you and me, ask the Holy Spirit to let us plead with the Holy Spirit, to let us be involved and plead with him to bless our efforts on reaching the world for Christ one person at a time. And you know how much pleading you have to do? (laughs) Not much at all, because if your heart's right and you're right with God, then he says to ask. Ask him and he will answer. Seek him and you will find him. You see, people are known For doing different things in the Bible, aren't they? Okay. So uh, Noah. Noah was known uh, for what? (laughs) Building the ark. How about David? David was known for slaying Goliath. Paul, he was a fearless proclaimer of God. John, he loved Jesus well. In Peter, he was that spokesman for the disciples. Well, Operation Andrew is developed uh, from this scripture in John chapter 1, verse 40 through 42. It says, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of the two who heard what John had said and who had followed Jesus. The first thing Andrew did was find his brother, Simon, and tell him, we have found the Messiah. That is the Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. Did you catch that? That Right there. He brought him to Jesus. So what did Andrew do? He is known for bringing others to Jesus and leaving the results up to the Christ Now, not only did Peter bring Andrew, um, I mean, Peter, excuse me, to the Lord, but he brought others too. Do you remember in John chapter 6, who else he brought? The boy with the lunch that had the loaves and the fishes. And then in John chapter 12, um, he brought other Greeks. So as we began... uh, Bringing other, uh, bringing Greeks. Uh, that is uh, what Andrew always did. Not only Peter, but others too. Now Henry Blackaby says this and and that. Andrew isn't seen preaching a sermon. Andrew isn't seen performing a miracle or writing a book of scripture. But he is remembered for bringing people to jesus isn't that what we all want to do you see we have a purpose and so does operation andrew in our task like and uh andrew in our task is to cultivate qualities like him and one of the main tasks is to bring others to jesus be a soul winner that's what that means followers of jesus today cooperate like Andrew he had to find his brother and tell him the good news followers of Jesus seek him personally that's that one-on-one time listening to his prompting and when he speaks to you he speaks to me then followers of Jesus tell others who Jesus is to you he's my lord he's my boss He's my friend and he's my savior. And with the Holy Spirit's help, uh, the followers of Jesus bring our loved ones, the people that we love about, love, we care for, we are concerned about, our, our neighbors, we're concerned about. It's not our job to convict of sin, though. It's our job to pray for the lost it's the holy spirit's job to convict of sin and transform their lives but we get to join him we get to cooperate with him and and being part of seeing others come to jesus well god answers operation andrew prayers And this is a a wonderful picture. It's when my son Garrett and I went to Brazil. And these two brothers on the left um, are the owners of this skateboard shop that we were in in Umarama, Brazil. And Garrett and I were ministering with a pastor in his church who, and the pastor had a heart for the skaters in his area. He had spent much time in prayer for God to work in their lives. And these guys, uh, the two we went to go see, they came to Jesus. Why? Uh, They came to Jesus because the pastor had been praying, and he was concerned and cared for them. And then we introduced them to Jesus as well. And they repented and placed their faith and trust in Jesus as Lord and Savior. But there's more to this story. God showed off right before our very eyes. Their friend, the big guy on the right side of the picture, he was in the back and, and we didn't see him. It threw the whole presentation till the very end. And he came out and he said, I need that. I want that. And he too accepted Jesus. You see, these guys were lost and needed a savior and their friend The pastor had been praying for them. And I'm sure they were known in the community. So other Christians had been praying for them. Now, look at the guy's, uh, the big guy's t shirt. Well, if you don't read Portuguese, we found out later what it says. His t shirt said, Go to sleep dirty and wake up clean. Did you catch that? That's exactly what happened. Jesus finds our friends that we are praying for in their dirty state and offers them a new life, a clean life. Oh, to his name be all the glory for that. God answers prayer. God answers prayer. And and the big question for this evening and this whole series do we care enough to intercede for our friends, our loved ones, the people we care about? Well, since 1971, um, the history of, of IC has been with countless people. Um, since 1971, there has been countless millions of people praying for the loss i there's no way to figure how many have been praying for their friends their family their loved ones that they're concerned about all over the world but we have no idea of that number but we do have this number what's recorded is over 25 million men women boys and girls that had indicated they received and prayed to receive jesus now that's a big amen 25 million people (laughs) gosh that that's awesome now in 2020 our world (laughs) Has been turned upside down. I, I mean, th- it was crazy in 2020. But as we say at IC, but God knew, but God knew. We serve an awesome God. Listen to how He had, what He has done in the year of 2020. Almost one million people heard the gospel. Nine hundred and fifty-eight thousand. 973 people heard the gospel. I don't know how many had been praying, but that is how many heard. Then the churches we worked with and they received teams was 4,472 in a COVID year, in a pandemic, <laughs> in the grand total of the prayers uh the grand total of people that had indicated they made a decision for Jesus is 524,344 at my last count, (laughs) Uh, at my last understanding or seeing what has been uh, turned in so far. Oh, God is so good, isn't he? He is continually moving, even during a global pandemic. You say, our goal is to join him. So how? How do we do that? Well, the prayers of his people, that's how we do that. We all can pray. Now, this little girl, oh, she is so precious. Um, This little girl um, is from venezuela she lives in venezuela in line, a staff member with ic was in venezuela and there was a church out in the literal dump of that region on one day uh on one of his daily visits he met a lady and her daughter this little girl and invited them to the preaching service that night that was held at the church Now, this little girl heard him mention the name of the church. Oh, and she got all excited and she ran into her house and she brought back her Operation Andrew card that was filled out with her 10 names on her Operation Andrew card. This reminds me, all of us can pray for our friends, our loved ones the people that don't have a relationship with Jesus. Who's praying for them? Who's concerned for them? Well, in a few minutes, I'm going to ask you, it'll be your turn to do just that. You will have a chance to create your own personal operation card. So I would like you to begin asking God to help you during this exercise. Talk to Jesus and write down names he gives you and then respond to him. Come up with your names that are close to you. You know, the people that uh, God has on your heart and then commit to God to pray for them daily. So this is the challenge for this evening. Start asking God, who are my people? Now, your people are different than my people, but who are my people? This is Operation Andrew's first step is to come up with your names. Whether you come up with 10 people or seven people or five right now, that's okay, because God just wants you to pray for the people he puts on your heart. And if you can see this, this is my Operation Andrew card uh, from IC. And it has all seven steps. And we're not supposed to go through those tonight. But I had my names uh, written down. People that live right next to me. People that live across the street. People that are in my family people that are close and um, close to my heart. These are people that are close to you. You're in regular communication with them. Some of your names, you might uh, not be really sure of where they stand with God. You suspect they're lost and without a relationship with Jesus. But if they were to die, Where would they spend all eternity? Let that sink in for a second. If you don't know, then they might go on your Operation Andrew list. If they're close to your heart and you're concerned about them, they need to go on your, your list. Even if you don't know where they would spend eternity, Start praying for them. Ask God to search your heart. Let this be communication between you and the Lord. And then who are my people? Well, you will write down names of your loved ones that those people that don't know Jesus in a personal way. They might know him up here in their head, but they their lives are not living Uh, for Jesus. Write down names of your neighbors that live close to you. How about write down names of your peers at work or school that don't know Jesus. Write down names of your children's parents that you see at the park, you see at school activities. Um, These are all names with people that you interact with. That you have a feeling they do not know and they are not a part of God's family. Because if they draw their last breath here on earth and they don't have assurance of where they're going to spend eternity, that's too late. They would be an excellent person to pray for. So ask God, who are my people? And that is where, uh, you know, Allie has a testimony of uh, how she became familiar with this. Allie, uh, how about sharing that testimony you told me the other day?
0: Yeah, I'll share a quick story. This is really cool. So I've been with the International Commission for two years now, but before that, when I was um, preparing to join International Commission, I had never heard of Operation Andrew before until I met IC. So as I was meeting with ministry partners and sharing about the ministry vision of IC and how they use Operation Andrew, I would always ask people, have you heard of Operation Andrew before? And they would always say no. Um, I didn't blame them. I had never heard of Operation Andrew either, but One particular man um, who I knew very well, I would call him my spiritual grandpa. I said, I want to be like him when I grew up. He had been a missionary in Africa for 20 years. He had an amazing wife. So I was meeting with the husband and the wife. And I said, have you heard of Operation Andrew? And they both nodded and said, yeah. And I was like, really <laughs> I didn't really know what to say because i usually have to explain it to everyone and the wife went on to say yes him and i have been um friends since childhood and i grew up in a christian home i was a christian but he wasn't and there was a billy graham crusade coming to our town and I wanted him to go. And so I wrote his name down on a piece of paper and I started praying for him, praying that he would come and that he would accept Christ. And, you know, he's sitting here right next to her nodding like, yeah, she wrote my name down. She prayed for me. Um, So they ended up going to the crusade. He did not give his life to Christ that night, but he did so shortly afterward. But they just gave all glory to God because she had Made the intentionality of building the relationship with him, praying for him daily, and taking steps to invite him to church to share the gospel with him. And as a result, he came to know Christ, and now he's like my spiritual grandpa. So I just thought that was so cool because here's this man I look up to so much who loves the Lord. And it all started with a childhood friend who made the decision to pray for him daily, and to take steps cultivating that relationship, inviting him to a crusade, and continue to share Christ with him.
1: Yes, yes. And, you know, thank goodness the lady, uh, his wife, prayed, uh, and she joined God in praying, and then God did amazing things. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. You know, and this is the challenge. Ask God. God knows who are going to be saved and who's not, but that's not up to us. Us, well, you and I, we just write down who are my people. And that's where we're going to begin the challenge tonight. Now, Allie is going to give you some instructions on creating that personal Operation Andrew card, like mine. But this is on a piece of paper. So get out some paper and a pen. And uh, Allie, turn it over to you.
0: Yes, absolutely. So we are going to go into our breakout rooms now. We're actually only going to stay in there for five minutes instead of eight. Um, but I just want to give a couple examples of the cards that I have that I've created. Um, so this first one is the names of all of my family members who do not know Christ. And I have a Bible verse up at the top here. I've had this for years. And I wrote down John 17, 20 when Jesus was praying in the garden of Gethsemane and Jesus prayed and said, my prayer also is for those who will believe in me through their message. Mm. He was saying, my prayer is not for them alone, talking about believers, but also for those who will believe in me through their message. That's crazy. So Jesus was praying for the lost who would come to know him through the message that we will tell them about him. Again, that's John 1720. I love that passage. So um, this is one of my lists. This is just my family members. I have another list. Um, So I keep this where I look at it every day. These are all of my neighbors. I have their apartment number and their names. um, So I can pray for them. And then lastly, here's just one more example. If you want to do this, this is uh, something we call an oikos map. So it's it's a little bit more creative where you put your name in the middle and then you can put people, it's just visually more appealing where it's like, okay, you have your mom and your brother and your neighbor, and you can just see how you are attached to them. And then from maybe this person, you can say, well, they know this person who's also not a believer. So I'm going to pray for them to accept Christ so they can share with them to accept Christ. So those are just a couple of different examples of, how you can write out your names, create your own card. Um, You can be as creative or simplistic as you'd like. But the point is just to think of people who are near to you, but far from God. If you don't know any non-Christians, then I encourage you to get out there and meet some, whether it's at the grocery store, a park, even your next door neighbors. Um, If you go to a country club or a gym, make efforts to build relationships with those people that are around you who may not know Christ and you may not know if they know him or not until you ask. So those are just a couple examples, but I'm going to go ahead and open up the breakout rooms. You have five minutes in your room. There'll be about four people. So work to not work together, but create your own card and then just spend a couple minutes praying together for the people on your card. And then we'll join. Everyone will join back here in five minutes. So we'll see you back here soon. Welcome back, everyone. I know that was pretty short, but I hope you had at least a little time to talk together, write down your names and pray for a little bit for those, again, who are close to you, but far from God. If you need more time, if you wanna add more people, if you can't think of up to 10 people, that's okay. This is your prayer card. Our intention in this and our desire is simply that you would begin to cultivate a heart of prayer for the lost, for those around you who do not yet know Jesus. So as we close tonight, we just have a few more things that we wanna share with you. Um, First is a challenge. So our first challenge is if you're on Facebook, I encourage you to join our Operation Andrew Partners Facebook group. It's an open group. You all are here. This is an opportunity for you all to connect with one another who are a part of these ENE trainings. Um, You can find camaraderie and encouragement in this group, share praises, share updates throughout the week of people that you're praying for. We want to cheer you on. Um, We really want this to be a sort of um, like accountability group of people who are going through this series together and let's see what God's going to do and let's rejoice with one another. So you can search that Operation Andrew Partners on Facebook. I'll also be sending out a link to that tomorrow. Um, next challenge is to put the card that you created in a place that you're going to see every day. You can put it on the mirror in your bathroom. You can put it on the dashboard in your car, in your Bible. If there's a special place, uh, your refrigerator, wherever you will see it every day. Um, you don't want to forget about these people in your life that you you want to pray for. Um, because one of the reasons that we don't share our faith is simply we're not thinking about lost people. I know I'm guilty of it. I just don't think about them. I don't think to pray for them. But starting tonight, let's start to think about people who need to hear the love of Christ, who we know. So put the card in a place that you're going to see. And lastly, I encourage you guys to come back in two more weeks, and then two weeks after that, and two weeks after that, to go through the whole Operation Andrew series. Because tonight, is just the tip of the iceberg. There is so much more to discover and challenge and to grow you in. It gets really, really exciting. So um, I would love to have you guys back. I hope this was an encouraging night for you. So wherever you registered for this first training, um, you can go to our website, internationalcommission.org slash training. It's very simple. You're going to see this box right here with all the dates, all the titles, and just click register. You can go down one by one and register for each of them individually. And if you know you're not available for one of the weeks, say you're not available February 18th that's okay, go ahead and register anyway because we're recording all of the trainings. And so even if you can't join us that evening because you have something else going on, we're gonna send you a recording of the meeting so you can still keep up. You can still learn the next step and implement that step into your life. So go ahead and register for just the rest of the training. Just go ahead and get it out of the way and register for each of those because we would love to have you back in a couple weeks and the weeks following. One more thing. So we do a lot of international projects at International Commission. That's short-term mission trips overseas. But in such a time as this, as you all know, we're not traveling overseas as much. So we are really um, redirecting some of our efforts to equip and enable believers here using Operation Andrew, using exactly what you were taught tonight to do short-term mission trips in North America. That's partners in cal- uh, church partners. Churches in California partnering with churches in North Carolina and vice versa. So if you're interested in putting Operation Andrew into practice by either being on the receiving end of having a team come to you in your church, or if you want to go to a church and share the gospel with the people they're praying for, that's what this is: North American Project. So um, again, in the email you're going to be receiving tomorrow, you can indicate that you're interested in that. And we would love to invite you to join us in going to the Jerusalem and the Judea, and then of course the uttermost parts of the world when we're able to. So as we close, um, I know there's a lot of people in here, you all have a lot of names, but if you can please just put one name in the chat right now I'm gonna ask Gary to pray over those names, as many as he can. He might not get to say every single name out loud, but the Lord knows those names. He knows those people's faces and their hearts. But right now, write the name of one person down in the chat and I'm gonna ask Gary to pray for them. And as you're writing those names in the chat, I'm gonna go ahead and announce the winner um, for our giveaway tonight. So our lucky winner is Gloria Sanford. Congratulations, Gloria. So you get some exclusive IC prizes. Um, We'll be mailing that out tomorrow. Wonderful. Yes,
1: yes. yes. Well, thank you for being on the call with us. Lord Jesus, we do uh, thank you for how you have worked um, in our lives in the past and in the future, too. Father, we bring Kyle to you, Ellen. Laura, Frank, Liliana, Kevin, Jean and her family, Natasha, Jory, Max, Laura, John, Pat, Jorge, Evan, Joyce, Melissa, Hannah, Jim, Mark, Alicia, Travis, Aiden, Michael, Denny, Donnie, Bob, Adam, George, Mark, Logan, Mason, Nolan, Isaac, Gabby, Jeremy. Oh, Lord, I even bring the one that's on my heart right now is Jeff. Lord Jesus, you know each thing about all of these people that we mentioned even the other nine people on our list Lord we pray that you uh, start working in their lives and help us meet needs help us uh, uh, find a way to reach them and Lord may they come to Jesus may they be drawn to him and help us love well and love them and meet needs for your glory. In Jesus' holy name, amen.